This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, good morning, everyone. Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching here. I'm your auto repair shop coach. My goal is to help you, the independent auto repair shop owner, make your dreams come true. We do that by opening your mind to things you didn't know you didn't know and by getting you out from under your business and putting you in charge of your future and your family's future. My goal is for you to stop having a hobby and start having a business you're proud of and can take time away from. First and foremost, I want to thank AutoLeap. Without their continued support, this podcast would not be available free to you. If you're in the market for a great shop management system, please see the show notes for a demo link. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who could benefit from the topic. So please take time to share personally or through your social network. During today's episode, number 101, Leadership Gold, Experience is Not the Best Teacher. I'm going to be talking about how will experience mark you, gaining from your experience, how often do you pause to reflect on your experiences, how do you record what you've learned, and how to evaluate your year. So here we go. I think it's been about four weeks since we've gotten back into our Leadership Gold episodes. So one thing I want to ask you is if you're following along closely, how are you doing with your application exercises? Also, how are you doing with your mentoring moments if you're trying those? I'm really, really interested in that. If you're trying to mount, that's the practicum for what we're talking about. So I want you to be in it. I want you to be involved. And I want you to be getting something out of it and moving your business forward. So in this chapter, chapter 17, experience is not the best teacher. We're going to take you again to the next level. All right. So one of the most frustrating things for young leaders is having to wait to get their chance to shine. Most leaders are naturally impatient. If you think about the rocket fuel, most leaders are your visionaries and not your integrators. Integrators would be great at this, but the visionaries are not because they're impulsive. They're ready to go. They're ready to to go out and kill something else, right? The first piece of this is how will experience mark you? We all begin our lives as empty notebooks. Every day we have an opportunity to record new experiences on those pages. And with the turning of each page, we gain more knowledge and understanding. Ideally, as we progress, and our notebook becomes filled with notations and observations. The problem is all people make the best use of their notebooks. Some people seem to leave the notebook closed most of their lives. They rarely jot down anything at all, while others fill their pages, but they never take the time to reflect on them and gain greater wisdom and understanding. And at the same time, a few not only make a record of what they experience, they linger over it and ponder its meaning. They reread what is written and reflect on it. Reflection turns experience into insight, so they not only live the experience, but they learn from it. These people understand that time's on their side, and if they use their notebook as a learning tool, not just as a calendar, they've come to understand a secret. Experience teaches nothing, but evaluated experience teaches everything. So please remember that. So gaining from experience, do you know people who have lots of knowledge but little understanding They might have the means, but they really don't know the meaning of anything important. Even so, if they have a lot of know-how, they seem to possess little know-why. So what is the problem with those individuals? Their life experience is void of reflection and evaluation. When 25 years go by, they don't gain 25 years of experience. They gain one year of experience 25 times. So if you want to gain from your experience 
if you want to become a wiser, more effective leader, there's some things about experience you need to know. Number one, we all experience more than we understand. Uh, There was a baseball player, Earl Wilson, who said, experience enables you to recognize a mistake when you make it again. So let's face it, we're going to make mistakes, right? So too much happens to us in our lives for us to be able to understand all of it. Our experiences overwhelm our understanding, and no matter how smart we are, our understanding will never catch up with our experience. So what's a person to do? person is to make the most of what we can understand. And so you do that in two ways. You know, first at the end of each day, I want you to try to remember to ask yourself, what did you learn today? And then that also prompts you to review, quote unquote, the page of your notebook for the day. So the second thing I want you to do is to take the last week of every year to spend time reviewing the previous 12 months. I would also tell you, take the last day of every month to review the current month. And here we are almost done with February. So we should have done this once already by now and get ready to do it again. When you do that, when you think back, you reflect on your experiences, your successes and failures, your goals accomplished and dreams unmet, the relationships that you built and the ones that you lost. I was talking to Brian from Shop Marketing Pros today, and we were talking a lot about the word attrition and and what happens. And how do we keep attrition from happening? I want you to get rid of the bad, but I want you to keep the good. Sometimes we let the good slip through our, our fingers And I want you to think about the relationships if you let one slip that you shouldn't have. AutoLeap is a cloud-based all-in-one auto repair software that helps to keep complete track of your business from scheduling appointments to managing technicians to generating invoices. Supercharge your growth with AutoLeap. Customers that fully adopt AutoLeap see the following benefits in their first year. 30% revenue growth with top customers seeing over 100% growth. 75% decrease in no-shows, allowing you to service more customers, three times increase in positive Google reviews, leading to stronger online presence, 50% time saved on administrative tasks, driving increase in operational efficiency. Do it all with AutoLeap. Key features and functions include estimates, invoices, scheduling, Google reviews, inspections, communication, QuickBooks, reporting. Get in touch with AutoLeap to see how you can transform your auto repair shop. For a limited time, if you schedule a demo, sign up with AutoLeap and they will waive the $250 implementation fee. I also want you to try to to close some of the gap between what you experience and what you understand. So number two, our attitude toward unplanned and unpleasant experiences determines our growth. So there's a man by the name of Steve Penny that said, life is full of unforeseen detours. Circumstances happen which seem to completely cut across our plans. Learn to turn your detours into delights. Treat them as special excursions and learning tours. Don't fight them or you will never learn their purpose. Enjoy the moments and pretty soon you will be back on track again, probably wiser and stronger because of your little detour. Number three, lack of experience is costly. Most of this is coming from John Maxwell, but he's he's talking about how at age 60, he's looking back at his youth and he cringes at how naive he was. And he said the only tool he had in his toolbox was a hammer. If all you have is a hammer, then everything looks like a nail. And so he pounded and pounded and he fought a ton of battles that he shouldn't have. And I feel as shop owners that we are constantly fighting battles that we shouldn't be fighting. And so we've got to figure out how do we get other tools into our toolkit so we can finesse our way. Now, I want you to be able to pull out the hammer when you need it, but I also want you to be able 
to pull out your finishing hammer for those teeny tiny nails that you need to, or your, your trim hammer. I don't know, or maybe your nail gun. But he also said that he enthusiastically led people down dead end roads as a hammer. And he possessed the confidence that only the inexperienced can possess. And he finishes that statement up with, I had no idea how little I knew. There's a person by the name of Harry Golden that remarked, the arrogance of the young is a direct result of not having known enough consequences. The turkey that every day greedily approaches the farmer who tosses him grain is not wrong. It's just that no one ever told the turkey about Thanksgiving. And Maxwell goes on to say that he made plenty of mistakes as a young leader, but he was fortunate. None of them were disastrous. Most of the damage was self-inflicted and the organizations that he led didn't suffer terrible consequences for his experience. Number four, experience is also costly. So lack of experience may be costly, but so is experience. It's a fact that you cannot gain experience without paying a price. As a shop owner, I learned a lot of ways how not to do something. And that's one of the things that that being 50 years plus, 30 years in the industry, and having, you know, coach shop owners for over 11 years now, I paid the price so that I can hopefully shortcut cut that for you or help you shortcut that. Uh, Mark Twain once remarked, I know a man who grabbed a cat by the tail and he learned 40% more about cats than the man who didn't. You must have to hope that the price is not greater than the value of the experience you gain. And sometimes you cannot judge what the price will be until you have gained from the experience. There's a, a business owner that used to tell a story about a governing board of a bank who chose a bright young man to succeed their retiring bank president. The young man came to him one day and asked for help. And the question was, sir, what is the main thing I must possess to successfully follow you as president of this bank? The crusty old man replied, the ability to make decisions, decisions, decisions. The young man asked, how can I learn to do that? And the old man replied, experience, experience, experience. The young man asked again, but how do I get experience? The old man looked at him and said, bad decisions, bad decisions, bad decisions. It's the like the old saying goes, experience gives the test first and the lesson later. The acquisition of experience can be costly, but it's not as costly as not gaining the experience. Ooh, crazy stuff there. Number five, not evaluating and learning from experience is more costly. It's a terrible thing to pay the price for experience and not receive the lesson, but that's often what happens with people. Why? Because when an experience is negative, people often run away from it and they're very quick to say, I'll never do that again. For me, again, as a visionary, I get knocked in the mouth, punched in the throat, and then I'm like, okay, let's do that again, but let's do it a different way. Maybe we'll get a different outcome. If you're 40% successful, don't be afraid to learn from that experience, redo and come back at it. Maybe next time you'll be 70% successful. A lot of people quit after the initial punch in the mouth. There's a Mike Tyson quote that says, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. Again, live in the experience, learn from the experience and do it again. Don't be afraid to do it again. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, get back in the fight. So another quote by Mark Twain, if a cat sits on a hot stove, the cat won't sit on that hot stove again. But in fact, the cat won't sit on a cold stove either. A cat doesn't have the mental capacity to evaluate their experience and gain from it. The best he can hope to do is follow his instinct for survival. If we want to gain wisdom and improve as leaders, we need to do better than that. We need to heed the words of USA Today founder Alan Newharth, who said, don't just learn something from every experience. Learn something positive from every experience. Number six, evaluated experience lifts a person above the crowd. 
So people who make it a regular practice to reflect on their experiences, evaluate what went wrong and what went right and learn from them are rare. But when you meet one, you know it. There's a parable about a fox, a wolf, and a bear. One day they went hunting together, and after each one of them caught a deer, they discussed how to divide the spoils. The bear asked the wolf how he thought it should be done. The wolf said everyone should get one deer. Suddenly the bear ate the wolf. Then the bear asked the fox how he proposed to divvy things up. The fox offered the bear his deer and then said the bear ought to take the wolf's deer as well. Where did you get such wisdom, asked the bear. From the wolf, replied the fox. Oliver Wendell Holmes also said, the young man knows the rules, but the old man knows the exceptions. And this is true only when the old man has taken the time to evaluate his experiences and gain wisdom from them. You know, the school of life offers many difficult courses. Some we sign up for willingly. Others we find ourselves taking unexpectedly. And all of them can teach us valuable lessons, but only if we desire to learn and are willing to reflect on their lessons. If you are, what will be the result? You may exemplify the sentiment expressed by Rudyard Kipling in his poem, If, and I'm going to read this poem to you now. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give away to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster, and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stop and build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it all on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone, And so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son." So not only will you be a man or woman of integrity and wisdom, you'll also benefit your people because you'll be a better leader. Hope I didn't butcher that too much. I've, I've read that thing like four times. And every time I do, I think I have a different cadence and rhythm, but hopefully I got the point across. So now to the application exercises for the chapter. Number one, how often do you pause to reflect on your experiences? Most leaders are constantly on the go. And as a result, they rarely take time to stop and reflect on their experiences of the day or week. So do you carve out time to evaluate your experiences and learn from them? Carving out your time means time blocking. We've talked about this several times. Put it at the end of the day, at the end of the week. Spend some time thinking about it on your drive home. Whatever it is, put it on your calendar and follow through. If you're not doing it deliberately, chances are you're not gaining from your experience and you run the risk of having one experience 25 times instead of 25 years of experience. Plan to set aside 15 minutes at the end of every day or an hour once a week to reflect on your experiences and learn from them. Number two, how do you record what you've learned? I think people sometimes read the slogans or statements such as, I can't lead people if I need people. This is in the previous chapter we're talking about, and they think that they're made up for the book, but that's really not the case. Every saying, statement, or slogan comes from a reflection point in John Maxwell's time that he's built into his life. So it's a regular discipline he's practiced since he was a young man. 
So when life teaches you a lesson, how do you record it? Do you simply try to remember it and hope for the best? Um, That's not a very reliable system. You know, begin making a practice to write down life's lessons. I love journals, although I don't journal like most people do. I put my ideas and thoughts into them and then I set them aside and then I come back and read them. The same thing for reflection. I'm not the best at it, but I promise you from now on, if you meet me in person, ask me about my reflections. I'm going to start putting it in my journal every week and making sure that I do it. You can write them on index cards, follow them away. You can put them in a computer file, uh, put them in notes in your phone. Just make sure you capture them. And if you can make your thoughts creative and catchy, not only are you more likely to remember them, you'll be better able to pass them on to others. Again, what's the goal of all of this? The goal of everything we do in life is to maybe not... Maybe not this way, maybe not, quote unquote, leave a legacy, but you were to pass away and you were able to be present at your funeral. How would you want people to remember you? How would you want people to talk about you? This is what we leave. This is what we pass on. And that's what I'm talking about when I say pass pass things on to others. What are people left with when you're gone? Number three, how do you evaluate your year? Have you ever taken time to reflect on the events of the prior year? If not, put in the book, start to do so. Set aside an entire day or longer if need be to review the previous year's calendar and reflect on your experiences. Think about the best and worst things that occurred. And that moment in that time is where the greatest potential lessons lie. And then I want you to take time to write down what you've learned. Okay. And finally, the mentoring moment. I want you to ask the people you're mentoring to schedule a weekly time of reflection to evaluate their experiences. And so following up on that for a period of time, I want you to ask them to meet with you or email you monthly to give you the highlights of what they've learned. Make the contact times less frequent once you observe that they have made reflection a regular discipline and then work them into a yearly report. Okay. This has been Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching reminding you it never always gets worse, but sometimes it has to get worse to get better. Remember, don't stop working today because tomorrow needs each and every one of you. Please feel free to reach out to me, Chris at AutoFixSOS.com or give me a call at 940-400-1008. Have a great day, everybody, and remember to rise and grind. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.